Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 433. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Pew pew. And Tony Krokonakis. Hello. That works. <laughs> so, uh, I think I like the deflection noise. Yeah. I'm playing too much Smash Brothers and it's like, that's the, you know. Deflection. That works. Yeah. Welcome listeners, welcome viewers to 433 of the Gamecast. We have a great topic tonight about um, the future, like the future of games. Is free to play a good thing for the industry or is it not? Uh, we're going to go over that. Uh, a couple of opinions, I'm sure, about that. Uh, we'll get. So, and that, that basically is because of the big news this week. Um, which we can get into after we've been in what we've been up to. Okay. Uh, what we've been up to, I'd like to hear uh, about Apex, guys. I haven't played it yet. So I'm all three of you have played this, but mm-hmm. me. Uh, so, Mike, you got your first win tonight? Yeah. Um, I've played it more than I've wanted to because. <laughs> when you wanted to? <laughs> I like how you're always forced by this other friend group of yours. Like, oh, they make me play Sea of Thieves, they make me play this, they make me oh, play yeah, that. Oh, yeah, because. Like, they're arming you. Like, they are because. One of them moved to Nevada. <laughs> so, so how did how somebody in Nevada strong from you to do something you don't want? Because I'm never going to talk to him again otherwise. <laughs> uh, but wow. no. Go on. So, so, but he's not even the one who likes this game. It's my lo- more local friend, but he's super into it. And so <laughs> I want to hang out online with him. We'll do that. So, I mean, I'm like, all right. I hated it at first because it's i don't really like a lot of the concepts in battle royale but you know as you get better it becomes more rewarding sometimes <laughs> and but yeah i have a first win finally we've played a bit i'm like level what do i want like 16 17 so please normally i am the healer girl uh, i forgot her name lifeline, lifeline. there lifeline. we go because i feel like if there's one character that's essential, she is, and no one else yeah. always doesn't. People Nobody don't always do her. Nobody ever wants to play the healer. Yeah, but everyone has similar offensive powers in this game, so it shouldn't be as much of an issue as it is. But mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, it's so I've I've dove in, and it's definitely, in my opinion, of course, I played very little of these other the other two. It's the best battle royal game. That's a big thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to hear from like Tony. You played a lot of PUBG. Uh, Corey, uh, I don't. You, did you play a lot of Fortnite? I can't remember. I think you did. I played a good amount of Fortnite. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear the comparisons. I don't know, Tony. Did you, you, did you play a lot of Fortnite or no? I don't think you did. No, I played like a couple rounds. Yeah, so we have the PUBG guy, we got the Fortnite guy, and then you know Mike didn't really play either of them. So like, I mean, I've I've touched Fortnite. I've watched PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, compare. Let's go PUBG first. I mean, let's go Tony's yeah. impressions here. Like to me, PUBG is really good if you want that uber realistic military tactical shooter where it's like. You can be having a great game, like you have an awesome loadout, and you make one mistake, or you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you're just dead because a headshot will most likely kill you from a, a high-powered sniper rifle or something like that. Yeah. And that's great if that's the experience you're looking for. But, um, you know, again, one versus uh, 99, I mean, not good odds. Uh, so, I mean, you have to go in knowing that you're not going to win. Um, and the reward, it's just, you know, like if you get like uh, – the crates and shit, which is just cosmetic crap. Uh, so just like very low payout um, in terms of like, you know, risk versus reward and what you're getting out of it. That said, I mean, the game does play amazing uh, performance issues aside. I, I still love it. And actually um, playing Apex, as much as I do love Apex, like part of me is still like, man, I wish PUBG was like getting support 
it needed and deserved to like maintain its high relevance. Um, yeah. But yeah. with that said, Apex to me is a lot better in terms of like getting a couple people together and just kind of like shooting the shit. It's like literally shooting the shit where it's just like, you're like, all right, you know, um, you're going to play something that's close to like Overwatch in terms of like the character classes and the, you know, cartoony nature of it. Um, you know, and it's arcadey gameplay. It's not like the, you know, one headshot and you're dead kind of, at least I've not experienced that, um, you know, with class abilities and, and whatnot. And you have like the sci-fi where it's like shields and, you know, bubble, like the Halo um, shield bubble and all that stuff. Hmm. So it's cool. It's just a different flavor. But Apex, I think, it suits itself better to the um, group nature. Team-based yeah, nature. yeah. Um, better shooter, which one? Still early for me to say that, but just because I'm, I'm uh, so used to PUBG, I'll, I'll just go with that for now. I'm still learning the nuances and everything of um, yeah. Apex, but I think that, I think the different character mo- like the different character classes in this make it much more of an intricate like uh, strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I mean, the thing is, like you said, PUBG is more of a solo act. Uh, where this is a squad-based game, so it makes it different. Um, but you know, having the squad like Overwatch and, and the class roles of characters, it in you know, and this is coming from somebody who hasn't played Apex yet, but it impresses on me that it sounds more like it would be more strategy involved for like it, you know, just playing your character the way they should be playing rather than just playing the game. Right, and that and that's you know goes into what I think helped make Overwatch a success is because you have these characters that you know people will appreciate, and you know that's the thing is like. Uh, kind of like with uh, that or like Pokemon, it's like no matter what character you're talking about, like that is somebody's favorite character. Yeah. Like to me, like let's say I hate like um, Roadhog. Fucking hate Roadhog. <laughs> I don't say Roadhog. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I know so many people that love Roadhog, you know, just like, uh, but that, and that's cool because, you know, everybody has their own different preferences and flavors and that's, that's awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so for me, like that personalization, that um, attachment is there with Apex. Uh, whereas it's PUBG, it's like you're a dude or you're a girl, and you have, you wear cosmetics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, the same kind of thing with Fortnite. Is like you have your sure. skins, but mm-hmm. it's you know everyone's on the same level. There's no powers and and no, there's no you know special abilities. And there's really they're trying to make these skins personalities and like they're making action figures and things like that. And I think Fortnite plays real well to that younger crowd because of the cartoony nature of it and. Mm-hmm. They, the fact that they are, you know, have, they have some crazy in-game like skins with the weapons and even like the, the pickaxe thing, whatever, you yeah. know, th- that can be totally different. So I Don't do appreciate their plagiarized dances. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> I do appreciate all of the um, updates that, that Fortnite has been getting consistently. Sure. Um, yeah. Makes it interesting and uh, always worth going back into. Is I mean, do you think Epic's cash cow is in jeopardy? Obviously, mm-hmm. there's numbers that are supporting it, but it's just a hype. Is it just a hype, or is it in jeopardy? I mean, I think that this genre in general is, you know, kind of peaked, and that's going to start leveling out. I mean, this thing has, I mean, 25 million now. It's up to that was the big news parts. of the week, 25 million yeah. users. So that's why I was like, I don't mind leading with this. So it's like, yeah. I mean, combat-wise, does it play like Titanfall? Like, how does it play? Well, I mean, I think similarly, Respawn knows how to make shooting games. So, yeah. like, like they're, they're, I would say they're, they're right next to Bungie in terms of like when you play a shooter, like it's it feels good, you know, right. like yeah. it just feels natural and like you're like smooth and just like this is 
like butter. It's just yeah. like, like I said, smooth. I, I do appreciate this game came out and it was a complete product. Like it's yeah. not in its alpha beta form. Not early access, yeah. Uh, everything feels finished. And the weapons are great. I, I do like in this system, every gun is the same. I, I mean, like you're not getting a legendary version of a gun necessarily, I, but they are actually our legendary versions, which come out fully specced. Um, but you're picking up different levels of um, attachments to yeah, augment the, the gun. Like that. Yeah. So yeah. like the gun's not going to be a legendary gun, but the attachments are going to be either legendary or epic or uh, common and, or rare. And it does get a little confusing. <laughs> and then there's always there's always the point in the match where you need to decide, all right, what two guns do I really want? And those are the that's the ammo I'm going to pick up because I can't carry every mm-hmm. type of ammo unless I'm going to use it. So it's it's an interesting wrinkle to it. It's also a, a little frustrating to someone who is used to playing games where you just have a loadout and you do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the nature of the battle royale style yeah, sure. games. Well. Yeah. But um, the the big thing I think it adds that makes it, aside from the uneven sort of character gameplay, which I always prefer, that's really the reason why like I did eventually get into Overwatch is just how different all the characters like acted. But this, uh, they're not that different in this game. In that way, everyone's you, you're with good aim. Yeah, nobody's like wall jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a good thing that makes it different. But the other thing is this ping system is really more helpful than I imagined it would be. Right? And I think is probably like one of the most innovative things I've seen so, in the mm-hmm. shooter. This is like the context sensitive where you're going kind of yeah. thing, like how you communicate. I mean, the yeah. thing is, it's not new, but it's done like they they, they basically Disney Disneyfied it. Like they took something already existing and made it like the perfect implementation of it. Hmm. You know, like. So that's his hook. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the hook. I'm just saying, like, I think it's a great quality it's a game legend. changer for yeah. a game in this style because it is squad based. You're going in with three people, so you're gonna have two teammates, regardless if you're playing solo or if you're playing yeah. friends. You're always gonna have three people. So mm-hmm. if you're not um, on mics and you can't communicate, this is a way to communicate. But even then, it's like yeah. instead of like instead of being like, oh, where are you? And it's like you can just ping the exact location, like. Let's meet up here. You don't have to and be like the fact yeah. that you can yeah. ping items in the game, and the game will say, "Oh, there's a shield here, at level yeah. two. Yeah. Like yeah. it'll tell you, and it'll be on the map for the yeah. players in your squad. The the and only issue is when you make a mistake and you say something that you didn't mean to. It's like, oh wait, no, there's definitely not an enemy there. I was just, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> but it's great because like a lot of times, like people like, where are you? Like I'm here, I'm here. Like what? That means nothing. <laughs> like no, yeah, it's true because like I'm on the mic with my friend the whole time, and but. It's still better to ping if we're gonna like say this is where you need to get. Like, yeah. Okay, because yeah. it will show you on the map. So it's definitely good. There's also a funny little um, text to talk feature too that mm-hmm. I, I ran across, which is hilarious because people just normally do it when they get killed and you have to revive them, and they're just swearing at you in yeah. text to talk with the robot voice, which was honestly my favorite match so far. <laughs> It was funny. Yeah. But the revive the revive system is also something that makes it different than the others. Sure. I, there's you know, you get downed and they can still res you, but then there's also the after death thing, like you can still make No, there's so when you get downed, you're bleeding out slowly and then yes. a, a teammate needs to come and revive you and that's like, like you hold down the button, you're a little vulnerable. Unless you're the meta character, then you're less vulnerable. And uh for a little bit and then you're back. Or if you die after that completely, you need to go to a specific station with a uh, banner that lays where you were killed. 
that and the teammate needs to pick that up go to a station and then you'll start over again pretty much the the people who were killed start over again with nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a problem sometimes but yeah it's it's good so you're not completely out of it when you get killed all the time hmm. yep. okay all right cool all right. Uh, yeah, the game was designed squad based, so this is not you're not going so like everything about this game was designed to be in a squad, which from the get go was a great well, idea. They also have uh, reports now are duo and single mode coming mm-hmm. soon for this. See, single so, mode, I still don't see mm-hmm. what the point of the single mode is. In this yeah, game. Either, like it's just another battle. I think it's just an extra. I mean, like it, it can't be that hard to code that. I mean, no, I'm not, not saying it's hard. I just think that the no, game I don't think it's going to be the designed focus. to yeah. not be a solo thing. So it's like. Yeah, I, I don't I'd think I'd rather see them put their effort in like let's do a, t- a ranked system, a tier system, mm-hmm. or like let's get teams and have like yeah, a league. Yeah. Like, I would like be more that. interested in even like bigger teams. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that'd be interesting to have a six player team, maybe, no, something cool. like that. So, because of the re- revive system and because of the fact that this was so many of the things that they have in this game are geared towards being in the team, it just makes more sense. That's all. I, I would just. I don't think they need to use resources to make a single player. Version. Yeah, uh, they won't have to do too much though. Again, sure. Yeah, there's also sixty players on the map, not hundred. No, yeah. that's okay. That's a lot still. That's not like it's twelve. You know, what yeah, I mean, twenty teams. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the thing. It's winning is a little more possible. It seems like with the twenty teams. I think I've had. I've got. I've got two wins under my belt so okay. far. Cool. Yeah, I think um, they've got something interesting uh, on their hands. It's it's like I said, 25 million players right now um, yeah. across their their platforms, and uh, yeah, it, it's single handedly brought EA back, uh, which, back from the brink, <laughs> which we will get into as our topic tonight. Um, but let's move on to more of what we've been up to. Uh, is there any more on Apex news? I don't think so. But um, more of what we've been up to. Uh, for me, I've just been more Kingdom Hearts three. And uh, do you know I went. 25 minutes watching the game. Yeah. yeah. Tw- 25 yeah, it's like solid. Yep. minutes. <laughs> uh, and then I went an hour because it doesn't just auto save. I went an hour between save points. Wow. I was Dangerous. like, are you kidding me? Where is this? I, w- I just like, I was playing. I'm like, I'm just playing a little bit ago. I'm like, I'll just save this and then we'll go grab some dinner. And I'm like, you know, 35 minutes later, I'm like, there's, there's no save point. Then I go and save it. I'm like, wait, the last save point was an hour and 26 minutes or an hour. And it was an hour and 10 minutes ago. It was an hour and 10 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> That's some old school shit right there. Yeah. I really dislike that part of the game. Uh, and uh, I don't have any idea what's going on with the story at all. Like no idea. Uh, and, but I'm enjoying it. So, and there's just really flashy finishers and summons in this game that I'm just like, it's fun. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. I play a lot more Wargroove, too. Uh, I really like that game a lot. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, it's perfect for the Switch. It has, you know, little small battle kind of things. You can get kind of big on the battle scenes uh, sometimes, but um, overall, I can sit down and kind of play it, pause it, go back to it. It's a good setup for that. So I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, Mike, anything else? Um, nothing new, no. Corey? Play a little more Wargroove as well. Yeah, it's yeah, good. it's good. Good game. It's good. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Tony, Nothing Smash. Good. Yeah, Smash. just more Smash and League. Yeah, uh, new right. new season of League started and yes, yeah, crazy. All right, uh, let's get into the news then. Um, hang on, let me get the news open. 
We talked about the Apex news already. Uh, we're going to kick it off like this news section on, with, with terrible news uh, about uh, Blizzard. Yeah. Um, so this came out earlier from Jason Schreier that employees were leaving, like hugging, and because they just knew it was happening, and they didn't know who was getting fired yet. Is that true? Yeah. Because uh, unfortunately, it, it sucks when like you're part of a large corporation like this, like my work, for example. Like there will be times where like you won't like you like you could come to work and your badge will be dis- deactivated, and it's like, Uh-oh. what the fuck does that mean? Stuff like that, and it's like. When you go to the, the office to like, yeah, it's just I mean, like, it's yeah. not to laugh at your, like, these people as like misfortune or anything, but it's funny. It's like Blake Burles is a terrible quarterback, and he's he had a quote on Twitter saying, saying like, every time I show up to the facility, I expect my badge to be disabled, but it still works, so I'm still playing. Yeah, exactly. So you know, for this, you know, the thing is too is if you remember from Jason Charles' book when they were talking about, um, I think uh, Lucas Arts uh, shutting down. Yeah. I mean, those employees just went rampant. They're like, "All right, fine, fuck it. Like, we're just going to take whatever we can because yeah, this is our work, this is our yeah. art, you know, stuff like that." Uh, whereas you know, a company like Blizzard, you know, where they care about that kind of stuff, and a lot of that's probably proprietary or you know now owned because you know technically it's still the the property of Activision Blizzard. Um, they don't want people doing that kind of stuff, or you know. Uh, dragging down morale for the people that you know aren't getting fired and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, it's probably like, hey, you know what? Uh, everybody just meet in the auditorium today or something like that. It's just or parking lot, uh, for example. Uh, but it's unfortunate. But um, yeah, it yeah. seems that they, they laid off eight percent or something, yeah, which is uh, amounts to eight hundred people. Yeah, eight hundred people. Some of them have been there for like fifteen years. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to lose your job. To I mean, they're just. How big that company has been um, to to what it is now doing, like consolidating and cutting back because they went too they went too big. Like, you know, Activision always had these big franchises, but what do they have now? Yeah, and they've I'm called and and that's exactly what they were talking about in the um, the financial uh, investor call today. Um, So just just to put this in reference, uh, they announced that this was the best quarter ever, record breaking. Really, the same day that they said they're laying off eight percent of staff, which is just ridiculous to me because it's like, yeah, and I don't want to get too much of it because that's that could be a whole topic on you know capitalism and these big companies and stuff like that. But it's just like, it just shows what kind of I don't know scummery you have in terms of leadership. Um, and uh, you know, I like to point back uh, to twenty thirteen when uh, the Wii U failed right out the gate and Nintendo lost money for the first time in uh, years. Uh, Iwata and the rest of the executives, they took a giant pay cut so they didn't have to lay off employees. Uh, so that's like something, an example of like Japanese culture, whereas like Western culture is like, yeah, we, we made record uh, breaking profits, still wasn't enough for um, bonuses for the top tier people. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. all these people. That's, that shows to me. That's ridiculous. And it's just like, that's, that's fucking disgusting in a way. And it's just like, um, the thing is, they said that the people getting laid off today were not part of the teams that were making the products that are making the money or showing fruition, you know, anything that mm-hmm. could be used in the near future, which is just shitty because I- I'm sorry, like not everything can't be on top forever, you know, like Starcraft uh, used to be on top and they thought Starcraft two, and it only did. Okay. You look at Diablo three, Diablo three, you know, is doing okay. But like, what's the monetization on Diablo three? Like nobody cares about that at this yeah. point, you know, you know, loot boxes and octal shit. Um, here's the storm, uh, you know, unfortunately failed. And, uh, you know, Overwatch is doing great, but they had to ramp up resources because uh, all their efforts went to supporting Overwatch League last year. And it's just like last year, in my opinion, was one of the worst years for Overwatch in terms of just like me personally, like playing the game. I had no interest in it. Uh, yeah. Watching the professionals. Yeah, great. But like playing it, I'm just like, nah, like it's not fun right now. 
Um, so just how are you going to lay off the people that are working on your projects that will be your next money maker? It just well, seems so short-sighted. I mean, that's so it. It's, just, it's like, it's just like, how do you, like, how do you also, how do you fault them for this? You've, you've assigned them this project. Right. right. It's, like, it's on, it's on you. Why are you, why are you cutting these people? If you gave them this project to work on, it's not like, unless they said, yes, I want to work on this game. Uh, and in Heroes of the Storm, for instance, they all came in and they said, that's the game I want to work for. Yeah. But I, it, the way I think it works at businesses is you hire them and you say, okay, here's what you're working on. Yeah. Yep. You get hired for the project. Yeah. So they, they were the unlucky ones, apparently. Yep. Um, and it's just fortunate. And I think something like Heroes of the Storm is actually a perfect example of, um, you know, part of uh, either Blizzard leadership or overall strategy where it's like, you had stuff like Dota and you had stuff like League of Legends. Nice. And I think there was a Champions game that were just like coming out hot in the MOBA scene. And Blizzard were just like so late to the parties. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, you easily could have came out and just crushed these things. Like, if you had thrown your weight behind that, Blizzard would have just slapped them with their dick and been like, here's all our shit. Like, you guys can't do anything about it. And it's like, they launched like years into it. Like, it, What's it gonna yeah. do? Nothing. And well, it's like the, you the, either launch way later and like reinvent the the wheel right, in, in the that genre, sense, yeah. or be right there in the forefront and they're kind of right in the middle. Which yeah, and they weren't as in like they were trying to be more of the casual. And that style of game is not really no, it's not casual. casual. No. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that yeah, was a bad call for that game. Um, see, it said. Uh, Wow. Uh, EA also confirmed they're going to launch a city-based franchise league for Call of Duty. Yep, the kind of like Overwatch League. They're going to do that, really? Yep. They saw how successful Overwatch was. Like, why not? I guess. I mean, that's true. It's just, I I guess there's enough to support it. And uh, still the number one, like, second top selling game of the year last year. Sure, sure. And honestly, I think this is just, I I mean, I know it sounds crazy to say this, but I've said this before, and I think they, honestly, they just need to launch a base call of duty free to play i know how crazy it sounds free to play online multiplayer you know hmm. uh you can have it as bare bones if you want just like straight up team deathmatch maybe the battle royale whatever but like you get that base out there and you you know you can sell people like the single player campaigns not that i think personally it would do that fantastic to warrant the return on investment there you can sell them you know the the map packs or whatever whatever you want but like you just get everybody playing the same call of duty game so you don't have to release the new Disc or the well, that's the question I'm like wondering about is they have three studios doing their own things. Like each right. studio has its own Call of Duty. So like, are you still going to be supporting this Blackout map and and Battle Royale as you're releasing another version of Call of Duty? Right. Exactly. And remember, and I, it's like what's how's that work? And you know, with Fortnite, I know Fortnite's Fortnite going forward. Like, yeah, not, Le- yeah, League of Legends, League of Legends, and that's why you yeah. need that. Because, like, can you imagine having a professional scene where it's like, "Hey guys, for uh, 2019, you know, we're going to be playing Call of Duty 4," and, and then as soon yeah, as the Overwatch new one comes has out, been the same game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think they just, if they want to do the professional esports scene, they need to commit to that. I'm not saying they can't do the disc version, but like you need to have that multiplayer version. But if you're having a multiplayer version which people are going to want to play because you know. That's where the money is, or that's where the competitive nature is. Like, uh, are those people going to go out and buy the sixty-dollar disc? No. I don't know. I don't think no. so. I don't know. Uh, that gets us actually closer to our topic tonight. What we're going to talk about is free-to-play games. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they good for the industry? Are they, you know, Mike? We're having a conversation about Apex and how you think it's a negative impact for EA. Are we getting into the topic right now? 
I think so. I think we got all the rest of the news, right? Um, oh, just one more thing uh, I didn't put on there. Uh, Nintendo Direct tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah. Nintendo, yep. Right. Fire Emblem. Um, they said Fire Emblem news, yeah. Yep, Fire Emblem. So hopefully that's right around the corner. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Mike, you were talking about on, on the Discord about uh, Apex uh, is the reason why we brought up this topic tonight. Single-handedly brought EA back from like a, a, a down down quarter, I believe. Uh, was it fiscal year? Like jumped up five yeah. percent. It was just quarter, right? Yeah, it was just quarter. Uh, so the game has been out for a week. Twenty-five million players. Uh, it's doing very well for them in terms of it's free to play, but obviously people are buying things for it, cosmetics, whatever they have in the game. I'm not sure what they're buying. The season pack, the battle pack, right? Is that what they're calling? They're calling it? No, it's mostly cosmetics. Cosmetics. The battle season. I mean, the season doesn't start till March. Actually, do they? Yeah, but they, are they selling that already? Like, do they have to buy the? I think the, there's a founder pack you can yeah, buy. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, so it's not an advertising game at all. Okay. Well, see, that's why I knew about it because I don't play the game and I knew about this thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but so the conversation is: uh, Is this good for the industry or is this bad? Uh, I mean, uh, for me, it's good for companies, but I don't think it's bad for like gamers. Like, I don't think it's good for gamers long term because it doesn't incentivize. You think this is going to make EA just go right back to the way they they have been doing things and not change? Well, yeah, because again, it's something where they can, it's a low risk, high reward proposition to do a game like this where you invest a little bit and then, sure, it's free, but you know that people will pay for silly stuff forever <laughs> for a very yeah. long time with this. And then, in comparison, like, why would they ever bother with like a well put together single player or even not even single player, just like a well put together, like, full experience when they can just do something but they already, so and that's what i don't understand mike because they already did that like activision blizzard call of duty 4 didn't even have a single camp, uh, player campaign right this year keep going i'll be right back okay and they charged 60 dollars for it because they added all like a lot more to it. there's a lot more to it than like, multiplayer stuff yeah i don't think there's more to it than previous call of duty games i think the, the only new addition is battle royale yeah, Battle Royale kind of took the place of the campaign. That's fine, but I just don't think that, uh, you know, it's just there's no incentive to, like, put that much, like, time and effort into, like, a bigger game. Than... Well, I think... What do you, you define as a bigger game? I don't understand. Oh, risk. A game that's be beyond one mode, maybe? <laughs> or one map, one mode? I don't know. I'm. I mean, I played the game a lot, but I'm. I'm kind of tired of it right now. I know my friend isn't, so I'll keep playing it. But it's the same thing over and over again. And uh, there's and it it's works. This is the business model that works. So what what incentive does a company like EA, that's bottom line first, have to like polish up a game? I don't understand. What what game are we talking about? Any game. No, no, I, I need you to explain your, your actual specific here because I'm not understanding the relation to here. Because, like, you don't think EA is throwing more money at Respawn right now to make uh, Apex even an even better game? Yeah, but it's it's nothing compared to, like, a triple a typical AAA game. Because why? Why? Because they don't need to spend that much to do anything in a game where you play as one mode <laughs> like this. I think I, um, I don't know if I agree totally with the low risk high reward thing because game development is still expensive no matter what. And you've seen what happens when games fail, studios close. And if you're not, if you're sure, if you put it out a game free to play 
it's going to be in people's hands. Um, you know, I mean, it just further it further doesn't mean it's going to be success. But no, it is because people will always buy the stupid loot boxes and yeah, always it, like we what was that game we played on um loadout we played on ps4 that cartoon i don't, well, I don't think right. people played that game, game. <laughs> well, that's what i'm saying that was a free-to-play game that didn't succeed and you know like, the studio is closed now like that doesn't still doesn't exist they didn't lose as much money as they would have if they like made a triple a game though it's just no, no, it's just I mean, it just further tilts things towards the games as a service loot box business model uh, and as instead a full priced game where you have all your features going in and it's like more of a confined single player type of experience and that's just not going to be needed anymore for bigger companies because they get they get so much easier this way i can see what you're saying with that it's just I also see it like it also hides the loss of other games. I mean, so it's like you can take some more chances with games that no, you wouldn't no, really those, take. Those other games won't even exist now because uh, the other they're going to be losses. And we do honestly to, think compared to something like this, like why would they even bother? And that's how EA thinks. We've seen it in the past. So EA yeah, is always acting they, like this, Mike. So this is what I don't understand because like they're always profit first. Like uh, I mean, we could just look like. I mean, the sports games every year, it's a $60 release. You can't well, honestly I think, tell I mean, me the point that, though is like, because it's becoming successful model, will other people start adapting this, this, I think, to... yeah, but I think that they're kind of, I mean, look at Microsoft already kind of doing their own subscription service. Cause that's where they can make their steady stream of money. You want those steady streams of money, but it doesn't, it shouldn't discourage you from exploring actual other games. Now, EA is not right. the right EA is not the right example for it. I'm talking about just free to play to begin in general. I'm not talking about just specifically EA. I don't disagree with you Mike about EA themselves. I think they're obviously they are a terrible company. We know this. Um they've dropped the ball with so many franchises. They closed so many companies. They just this is their MO. But free to play as what I'm seeing it as, it's it's a positive. It could be a positive for the industry because it can actually let people go into saying we're not going to make this game because we're going to lose money on this or you know, or we're not going to take a chance. But if they have this steady stream of money coming in, they could say, you know what, we might let's let's take the chance in this game, see if it is successful. Uh, you know, if it doesn't, you know, maybe we won't do it again. But let's try it and see what we can get. So we might get a game that's amazing. I just um, don't think that's how EA or anyone in the business really operates. I think I think Ubisoft is a good example of a company that does does do these. Ubisoft is the one that is is probably changing the most and at the forefront of the. Uh, Oh, that's why I, well, what I to say is the cutting edge. Division yes. two. I played the Division two beta. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. but like but that's a good example. Yes. But here's here's an example. Of what I'm saying is like the days of just, you know, uh, creating a game, whatever it is, single player, multiplayer, whatever the fuck it is, story based, multiplayer, whatever. It's uh, you're charging sixty dollars and you ship that out. That that's for the most part over. Um, and that, regardless, that's what I don't like. And this helps it be. But Mike, then let's make it a hundred dollars for the game because that's the only way we're going to be able to substantiate making those games again. Fine, <laughs> I would do that before something like this. Really? I mean, like I, I'm pretty sure you just said about Anthem the other day that you, unless the reviews are great, you're not going to buy it unless it's like thirty dollars or cheaper. No, I didn't say anything about the price of Anthem. Okay. I said unless it's better than seven fives, I I would get it, but not. So reviews matter more to you than the actual quality of the game. Well, you, you, the reviews are always going to tell him. Well, you're basing it off of other people's 
views and rather than your own. And that's what I'm saying. It's like a free to play. You can actually play this like Apex. You didn't have to pay anything. It's just like a free yeah, to play but... Apex. And it's like, all right, cool. Rather than like, hey, buy fucking the Division mm-hmm. Two, pay sixty dollars for that and play it with me. It's like, well, because when you mm-hmm. buy something, you know, you expect something. There's like, there's standards. Expecting a value. You're expecting. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. That's uh, an interesting take. Okay. I mean, well, I, I mean, I don't disagree with that because when you have a free to play game, there's also like there's things that you are guaranteed to get in a free-to-play game because how I else mean, are you going to make money? Like you're going to get things that are... Yeah, you're going to pay walls. It's just a model, though. Like, that's what is... No, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing there. I think that I if the, if we're going to the question, is free-to-play good or bad for the industry uh, in general? I don't think it's a bad thing for the industry in general. But I do think, I do lean towards the side of Mike's on here where it can stymie some of the creativity of you know some of the uh, studios because you're on the optimistic side jim you're saying oh yeah, yeah. we got those extra money like do you see epic making any more games no they're just going to throw this money at um a store no, so i they see make more I, would, I wouldn't i see epic that. i think I epic does make more games i do i disagree with you no i'm saying they're not not going to make more games i'm just saying they're not focusing on that right now because why would they but you know, there's valve valve doesn't make any games well they're gonna make some other ones again but i mean that's just like they're just venturing into something else for now. It's not like they're gonna go, not gonna come back. I mean, they have their own engine. They they source okay. their own engine. Sure. They are more of a diff- they're not really a game studio anymore. They're more of a source studio for everything. Uh, yeah, they have Fortnite, but they were more. Yeah, they don't. They don't need they to more make engine, more. They were more That's... engine rental anyways. They were selling their engine to everybody as it was so right before Fortnite. That's how Fortnite yeah, became well... became. Really, I mean, honestly, Fortnite was just gonna be Fortnite, and then it had the battle royale idea from PUBG. No, and then now they do not need to worry about anything else, and they can just keep making Fortnite. I'm just saying, as an example, you know, I don't see Epic making a new innovative game because Fortnite's successful. I don't see I, that I happen. disagree with that. I highly disagree with that. I think it's a matter well, of time. How long? Until they you think it's going to be like five years from now, or you think it's going to be like a year, next month? Like, I think, yeah, they're going to make another game eventually. I don't I think don't Epic think is disillusioned gonna... to think that Fortnite is going to coast them by for the rest of their lives. No, I, I agree I with you so there. Either. I'm not saying this is forever. I'm just saying it's making it, it's delaying, which is what Mike is saying too, is it's going to delay but people from making Here's what I don't understand. So like if, if, if Fortnite wasn't making epic money, you think they would be producing more games with less money? That's where well, I don't I understand this. No, they'd be making different games is that's my point. Instead I, of, see, I look instead at it like of this. spending just all of the like last five years like just supporting Fortnite with like time and the money, but it's left not that much in the comparison. They could be making like a single new like game world experience. Like for me, like I like the games that like you're going to a game world and you can experience it yourself a little bit. And these all skew towards like multiplayer only. They won't be there once the servers are down. You're not really you don't really have anything. And it's not just for free to play, but like other things that where you do pay will adapt the same strategies some more. I'm saying that every company out there, like big companies, looking for this kind of game for them to have that steady revenue, and still, they're still not. It's not like they're not planning on making oh, games. Bethesda, Everybody wants a steady Bethesda revenue. Bethesda is a perfect example. Bethesda is a perfect example of, the, of what I just said. Yeah, look, gaming, what, look what they did. Um, okay. Because of a trend like this, they're, they're trying to make yes, because they're trying to make a steady stream of money. They didn't cancel all of their, their projects. No, but they didn't. Well. <laughs> we don't know that yet, do we? Oh, they're not going to cancel all their other projects. 
I mean, yes. What are they going right. to cancel? You think they're going to cancel Elder Scrolls? You think they're going to cancel Starbound or whatever the hell it's called? No, those yeah. are not getting canceled, but maybe the right, game so exactly. that I don't the was not they might. Not game made now. They might. You think Bethesda is in a good place financially now where they're like, all right, we're on track to make our big games now? I think Fallout, no matter what, sure. Fallout actually made the money. I don't care what you say. They're, it's going to make the money. It's terrible. It's horrible. People complain about it. But it's going to make money because of the the, the, the system it's under. So they're going to get a whale. They're, what do they call them? Whales? They call them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The they got those. That's going to pay for the game. <laughs> All right. Or then if that's true, then they won't even bother developing. They're, they're, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to stop them from doing this. Why not? They're still going to do it. You uh, think there's not going to be a Fallout 5 because of Fallout 76? Not, that's, no, that's, no that's, that's kind of like the argument that you're, you're no making time right soon now. Because of it, yeah. Not not for any time. No, no, no. I'm not saying soon. I'm saying you don't think they're ever going to make I a think it's going to delay. I think you guys are all talking like this is stuff is like happening right now. It's like I think right now things are being affected by free to play. Absolutely. Well, because I, I think, think I think studios are looking that. for that game. They want that steady stream. I don't think right. It's and that's them. the thing is like that is what like the, that's not necessarily the problem. But I'm saying people want a game like Fortnite, like PUBG, like um, Apex oh, Legends. Now, obviously, PUBG's they want a game that's going to be easily accessible. And people can throw money at their screen whenever they want for random stuff. They can just keep like adding extra things, like, and they, everybody wants that. So everybody's making that, and that means everybody's that's getting not in the way right now. Else. Yeah. I mean, it's happening right now. It's not I, like don't, it's, I don't see it as a permanent impact against them making no, games. Though. I mean, if that's what we're breaking it down, I, I don't understand because, like, then you could just say like we're chasing trends no matter what. I mean, back in the 360 PS3, like every game had multiplayer shoehorned in because it was just like we need multiplayer to drive up uh, engagement and and user retention. Where it's just like, why does this need multiplayer? Like, uh, you know, the FPS trend with Halo. I mean, we're still experiencing that. Like, the, well, the industry got just worse leads products us because of it. Absolutely. Like, you think you. Th- I think and and nothing bad ever happened with one, any of those trends. You don't think nothing? There was no bad side effects with any of those trends. Like what? I don't know. I just said well, it. Like, you, get, you get worse products because you. Corey, like, I don't even understand. Like without Halo, I don't see how you get. I don't see how you get Borderlands. Sure, like, I, yeah, just give us the best multiplayer game of all time. Sure, <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say, "Oh, one game is." Uh, it, you know, like obviously. It's going to affect things here and there. Uh, I, I, I just, don't I just think the runaway success of something like this just further incentivizes studios, especially third-party uh, development companies, to not really. There's no reason to create like single-player games anymore. I, I think but that's completely separate. Like we've been moving how? away from this before battle. Like. What do you mean? How? Like all the, all the big publishers are releasing less games than ever. I mean, we've already talked. How many how many times have we been talking about how Tomb Raider has been flopping, well, despite the first game selling what like ten million it's copies so and fantastic, but they had way too high of sales expectations. It sold yeah. really well, right? Single player games have been dying for years now. Like it's not it's not new news. It's be- it's been before well, uh, they they've been, yeah. been before free to play. The money is not there from single player experiences for these companies and and they're not moving away from that but they also are trying to find out ways to incentivize incentivize you know people to play these single player games too. So if that means that Apex has to exist for us to get Mass Effect uh, we're not getting Mass Effect. But if that's the case <laughs> 
I fully support Apex. Yeah, and you're, that's very like rose-covered glasses. Look at sure, it, I sure. I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess well, here's what I'm asking: like, what's the, what's the worst case scenario of free to play? Like, that's what I'm just I'm not understanding this. Like, that, you're saying that, because of games like all, Fortnite, all publishers make is just like certain games as a service games. All like third parties, maybe first parties will still do single player stuff a little bit, but like all they'll do is just you know these games as a service things that won't exist long term and. Uh, it'll be expected that something is free <laughs> when it comes out as well. And it's just, I just don't like the way the business model works. Yeah. And that you have I mean, to. You could not like the business model. I just, again, I don't see how that's bad for the industry. That's I bad mean, for you. That's not bad, bad for the industry. Well, and I think, fine. Long term, <laughs> well, it's. It's bad for the gamers. I mean, I said it's good really? for the company it? from the beginning. Yes, I think gamers like their own worlds that I they do. can go. I mean, they I don't, do, Mike. I can do with you on they this. They don't want to always have to play a multiplayer game. Sure, uh, but in, they don't want to always in, have to have this thing that's a bare bones thing, and then you play it over and over again. And if you get tempted enough, you can buy a hat for five dollars or whatever. The but like, they all what's wrong with that. They all look the same too. We're gonna to get that in single player games anyways, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Like these these free to play games are gonna exist and they're gonna bring in money for these companies, but we're still gonna get these single player games just with this stuff tacked onto it as well. It's not going to affect our games. It's just going to be there cosmetically. I mean, I guess you could say Assassin's Creed. I mean, like, is it an example? Agree. Like if we're just breaking it down with dollars, this is good for the industry. Absolutely. It's, it's good for the industry dollar wise. But I'm just saying mainstream. That I don't but think it's going to discourage you. I mean, if you like AAA uh, games, I think this is bad for you. I, I do think that um, you'll get less single-player experiences because of this. I mean, I just think that's... But we've been talking about this for... Uh, well, I, I, I thought we'd been talking about this for the past couple of years, where the single-player experiences are being dr primarily driven by the first-party companies because they're the only ones that can afford that because they're essentially selling the exclusives. Where it's like, hey, you want to play God of War? You want to play Spider-Man? You want to play Zelda? You want to play Halo? Yes, like, and we you saw, need to buy our system. I know, and we saw a big sort of like... Uh, they were first-party, but they were big, a big resurgence sort of... of huge selling single player games. Right, so you get like, that from no, the first true. parties. Yes, that's I, true. But I, like so then you don't I have highly expect for else. the I highly highly expect Cyberpunk to have some sort of um multiplayer? Not multiplayer, but uh cosmetic something in the game for you to buy oh, extra. Yeah, absolutely. There's all these transits are going to bleed into all these other games. Yeah, and that's fine. That's what I'm saying. And, that, and that's fine with me as long as we still get these games. But it's also going to be a steady stream of income for them. And that's why you want this. Like, you want because I, I mean, don't no, want no, these studios to close down. This, so, is why, this is why I'd rather even have the older sort of alteration of this where every single player game has a separate multiplayer mode. Like, I wouldn't mind that as much. And it further justifies paying for the price tag there. And then having that on the side with little like you know yeah, cosmetics. So but to me, this this just cuts the whole a lot of the workout, and you just go right to the stream. So I think what we we would still get this in games if they charged eighty dollars a game. We're still going to get this stuff in the game. Uh, we're still going to get season passes. Um, the only thing that I see this as for the industry is it's it's going to prevent studios from being shut down. Uh, now EA is not an example of. Of, of what I'm thinking because I don't feel like they'll change. And I do I do agree with you to a point, Mike. I, I think that 
them getting their way with this could just like will change the way they make their games again like we're gonna have battlefront three battlefront two um sorry uh fiascos again from their games um but i think that the studios like ubisoft um and uh bethesda and um you know epic to a point um i think you're still going to get and unfortunately um blizzard is going to find a way to do this as well but in order to, to maintain yeah, that I they mean, have Heartland jobs free to play you know like yeah well i'm just saying League of legends one of the biggest games of the world still in 2019 you want work. that you want that steady income and that's i mean look at microsoft did that with game pass they wanted that steady income and that's how sea of thieves which you can't tell me i mean it sold fine in the beginning but you cannot tell me that that would be successful at all without game pass and it lets them hide these numbers it's like netflix netflix can hide the numbers of, of flops because they have so many subscribers going in it's the same idea that's why i look at this like uh for games it's all about averaging it out yeah. So if you can bring in something like Apex that's going to make them, you know, millions, but then have a game that just breaks even, the break even feels a lot easier than it does if it, you know, if you don't have Apex there for your your money. And that's why I look at it. But you wouldn't rather have them just make. I think you can't anymore. The, like, the industry's gotten that, too big that for itself. Industry that what you want, Mike, is not never going to be happening. It, it, again. it can't happen again it's because not, we've it's over. It, it's okay. it, you can add, it is over. We, we, it is over. We've seen microtransactions in you know paid games that are mostly single player already, and those are fine when they're done right. That's a different thing though. But when you're able to just cut out the entire game part and just play a single mode for free, I mean, I think you right to like, it. Um, so oversimplifying the um, Apex Legends, that game has been developed for longer than sure. you think. It was in development before titanfall 2 came out yeah okay so i'm just saying like it's not like oh we can just throw a map and like, they didn't just, yeah, they didn't just, just ship this together over a weekend like you had like, <laughs> it's fine but it's i like I just... that, uh, cliffy b game that is a game that yeah like, whatever he tried to be like, a battle royale game that flopped because it came out in a pre-alpha state like you can't just have a game put together in a month and put it out into the world because that will fail yeah, so it's going to take time. Yeah, what Radical Heights? I mean, that's a perfect Whatever. example. I mean, that's a free to play game that flopped because yeah. it was obvious that that product was not competitive. Yeah, like it didn't yeah. offer anything new. It didn't do anything better than Fortnite. It was just gimmicky bullshit, and it failed. And yeah. that studio closed down. Yeah, yep. it didn't right. pay severances. <laughs> we we could talk forever on this topic, but I think we've we've gone. So. I think it's going to wrap up our, our game cast. Oh, hold on. Before we forget, do, do, do you do you know now that Apex has come out and we're on the cusp of Anthem? Does anybody here disagree that Apex is going to do way better than Anthem financially? No, absolutely. And, not. And Apex is why Anthem is going to be canceled. What? I think it helps. I think it doesn't help. help. It, it makes it completely obsolete to them. They're not going to keep it around. Do you think they're going to continue to support Anthem for a year? I don't think. First of all, I don't think Anthem is a good game. So I just that's tough because I can't. Anthem is a terrible game. It's going to come out like what do you know? Anthem's going to come out. I played. It's just boring. The game is boring. It doesn't have anything there. Again, it's like every time you release these kind of games, I've seen it twice with Destiny now. Twice. I was the fool me once, you know, it's just going to be say divisions. A lot of fun. I have like, a lot learned. of fun with division. I'm using Ubisoft as a perfect example of a company that can learn and make the adjustments. EA is not a company that can make adjustments. Uh, and, and 
Bungie Activision, unfortunately, is a company that cannot make adjustments because they don't learn. They're too uh, big. They can't yeah. make the agile jumps. So I just so feel like big. Anthem is going to do, do the same growing pains as Destiny and Destiny 2 did, and yeah. I don't think the industry or, wants that at all anymore, and that's going to kill it. Uh, I don't think that's true about the industry not wanting it. No, I don't think you want to go through the growing pains of what a Destiny oh, de- sure, did. Sure. That's what I'm saying. And so for that, yes, I don't know. because. Well, but with Apex's income coming in, does that help? Maybe, but EA is also an ass company, so they're going to probably just shut them down. I mean, the thing is, with with Apex being so popular, and you have, if you're at least playing on PC, you have to do it uh, via the order launcher. I mean, that's a good example. Then be like, hey, if you're enjoying this, like, why don't you try out Anthem? Like, here's a free weekend to play it with your buddies instead yeah. of uh, Apex of the weekend or something like that. Or you know, do a promotion where it's like, hey, if you play the Anthem How soon open you weekend, they offer a free weekend. <laughs> oh, so soon, so soon. within a month, I guarantee yeah. you, within a month. Yep. Um, at least, but you know, uh, try it. Try out uh, Anthem for the weekend, um, and you can get like some exclusive like part or skin or something in Apex. Like that's what they can do. It's cross promotion. I played Heroes of the Storm for that reason. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. You play Heroes of the Storm to get the fucking Overwatch skins. It's like okay, <laughs> like there you there go. You go. There you Even go. if you have a ten percent conversion rate, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's when you have those numbers, you can you can afford to make those. Yeah. No, I um. The thing though, I feel like with uh, with Apex coming out and being such a hit, and Anthem kind of stumbling out of the gate with their betas, I really think that um, yeah, he's gonna abandon ship pretty quick on Anthem. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I mean, yeah, I was calling that before. before yeah, before I mean, Apex. Before, yeah, Apex. I thought but, that they were gonna go all in on Anthem. No, and, but you see, he is the kind of company that does abandon ships uh, uh, constantly. It's, they don't stick with it if it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, whereas but, other companies do, they do stick with the game and they do make it work. I mean, Bungie is a company that stuck with it. Um, a, a division. Look at uh, Ubisoft with that. Um, well, I mean, they stuck Honor, with yeah. Battlefront. Yeah, for on, for Honor is a perfect still... example of that one too. Yes. No, they actually have kind of stuck with Battlefront, which I'm. Yeah, I mean, glad it doesn't they mean have. it's going to make it a better game, but they stuck with it. They stuck but, with it because it's Star Wars. No, I mean, and it's clearly making them something. They promised the certain things to people. They paid yeah. prepaid for it. Yeah. So. Anyways, I mean, right. the one last thing I want to say is like because of actually uh, Apex Legends, uh, Titanfall Two has actually risen in the charts again. Like nope. if, you, if you compare, it's on sale for five dollars. Exactly, like, fantastic. You yeah. go to you go to Steam, you go to Xbox Live, you go to Play PlayStation uh, Plus, and all those uh, Titanfall Two is like doubled, if not tripled, or more on all those platforms. So it just shows that people can be persuaded from. Oh, look, this studio made this game. Let me check out this other one too. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. And I so. guarantee you, the next game that Epic makes, they're going to advertise by the people that made Fortnite. I guarantee you. So, do you think Apex? Down. Now, here's this is this is a good better, better question to finish with. Does Apex bring us Titanfall three? Because we would have not gotten a Titanfall three before Apex. No, I definitely think we see an eventual Titanfall three. Um, in fact, that I mean that might. I mean, supposedly it's in the same universe, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, Apex is one of the. Like companies, you know. I, I don't. EA has sent that game twice to die. I don't think Titanfall three would have been released. Uh, well, this was their decision to actually make Apex. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I mean, and like I said, maybe they'll go something crazy and release like the Titanfall three campaign or story mode through uh, Apex uh, Legends. I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, Titanfall one, what Titanfall one was a multiplayer only experience. It wasn't until yes. Titanfall two that we got the single player campaign. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think it was one of those things where it was like too little, too late because like people were just so soured, but by you know Titanfall one being multiplayer, it only, got launched in between. Exclusive. It they launched Titanfall two in between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Right, right, right. I'm saying, but like t- 
Titanfall was fighting an uphill battle the whole time. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll see. All right. That's going to wrap up the, the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Write us podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Follow us on Twitter at allyoucangeek. Like us on Facebook. And hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. Thanks again. Tune in next week. More topics coming your way. 